Welcome to Voices in My Head, the official podcast of me, Rick Lee James. I'm a recording artist, a singer, a songwriter, an author, a worship leader, and an ordained minister in the Church of the Nazarene. The Voices in My Head podcast is where I discuss music, movies, books, pop culture, theology, and more with friends, colleagues, and sometimes just by myself. Now make sure to let me know what you think of today's episode by leaving me a review on iTunes or by tweeting at me at Rick Lee James on Twitter. And please join my mailing list at rickleejames.com where you can receive an email every time a new episode is released. And by the way, in case you're interested in a daily dose of kindness and encouragement beyond this podcast, I also run the Twitter account at Mr. Rogers Say, where I post daily quotes from Fred Rogers, one of the voices in my head. Well, I guess that's it for the intro, so sit back, relax, and listen to the latest episode of Voices in My Head. Welcome back to Voices in My Head. As always, I'm your host, Rick Lee James, and I know it's been a couple of weeks since I last brought you an episode, but I'm back, and as you know, if you've been listening for a while, life has been a little hectic with the master's program that I've been in, but we haven't missed too much time on the podcast, and boy, we are coming back with a great episode today with a great guest. My guest today is an incredible singer and songwriter and minister. His name is Justin Gambino. He has a new album called Made New, which is his second full-length studio recording, and it released on August 25th, so just a few weeks ago. The album traces his prodigal years and the abounding grace and mercy that he embraced when he finally returned to the Father. Made New was produced by Nashville-based session player and producer Walter Hollowell. It's an autobiographical collection of emotive pop anthems and vulnerable ballads. Made New features 13 selections, all written or co-penned by Gambino. The lead single is Fighting on My Behalf, and we are going to listen to that right now and lead right into our conversation with Justin. So let's give Fighting on My Behalf a listen. The storm is raging. I find myself in the middle of the deep wide ocean. The deep wide ocean The waves are crashing The waves are crashing on me And I can't catch my breath, no Can't catch my breath, no In this season I will find you when I seek you with all I have In this battle I will trust you Because I know You're fighting on my Standing strong, standing strong. I'm taking 
Fighting on my behalf by my guest today, Justin Gambino. Justin, welcome to Voices in My Head. Hey, and thanks for having me. It's so good to be here. Well, I'm grateful to be able to get to know you a little bit today. I'm glad to welcome you here into uh, our podcast home, I guess I'm going to call it, for the next few moments where we can have a visit. And I really appreciated your music. I've listened to it when I've been out running. Uh, it's been the kind of album that, you know, if you can run to it, in my opinion, that's that's a big plus. And there's a lot of songs that I do find are, you know, just like the one that we just heard, Fighting on My Behalf. Um, so I, I know that the album is, in many ways, autobiographical to you. Yeah. And and yeah. I noticed not only is it about your journey, a lot of the songs I kept hearing kind of themes about being on a journey, traveling, going places. And so you really do have this feel throughout the album that you are telling the story of your journey all the way through from start to finish. So let's start with Fighting on My Behalf that we just heard today. Maybe just talk to us, really, whatever you would like to say about it. But I know that this song is really a big part of your heart. So maybe just start by by sharing where that song comes from and help us get to know you a little bit more through it. So, yeah, thank, thanks for that question, man. Um, <clears throat> the Fighting on My Behalf song actually was one of the, the few that I wrote um, before uh, uh, everything started locking down, all the shutdowns right before uh, 2020. And um, I was actually on tour and some unexpected cancellations came up and loss of income. And I just was feeling just super attacked by the enemy. And I was feeling um, discouraged. And even though I hadn't, I had not yet stepped into the realm of like, okay, I'm writing for my third record. Like the Lord knew that I was, I was writing for my third record or my second record then, you know, he, he knew that I was, I was writing for the record then, but I didn't think of it that way. I was just like writing a song in my host home's basement while I was in Colorado. Like that was where I was at. And, um, and I just remember just, uh, uh, I was thinking about, um, uh, what is it? Um, I'm trying to remember the scripture, Exodus 14, 14, where it says, I will fight for you. I need you only to be still. And in that season, the Lord was just telling me, Hey, I just need you to trust me. And, yeah, I, well, what I heard was like, Justin, I need you to do the hardest thing 
for you to do. <laughs> just be still yeah. and just trust me. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, um, I, 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 I struggle with that. Like every day I struggle with just like putting my worries and my stress just like in his hands. And I try to take it on my own shoulders. And that's where I was um, at the end of 2019, right before everything started shutting down and um, didn't realize the season we were all about to enter into. And, um, you know, a lot of people, one thing I've really enjoyed is like hearing people's testimonies, you know, coming, you know, after hearing that song and they're like, man, I need that right now. I need, I need to, I need to be reminded that like, even in the Valley, like I'll, I'll trust him. And even when it feels like I can't move forward, even though it feels like I can't take a step forward, like he's moving on my behalf kind of thing. And, um, so yeah, that was, uh, one of the first ones that I wrote for this record and not even, didn't even know it. (laughs) Well, and I, I think too, you know, that's something a lot of us can relate to. I, I had released an album just before lockdown came out and as a result to, you know, no touring, and so I, I get that, like, I've got all these, uh, these vinyls in my basement that just didn't sell because, you know, I, I'm only now just starting to, you know, that's a big investment. So I get what you mean. There, there, there were lines in, in that song, um, the, the ones that stood out to me, uh, the waves are crashing on me and I can't catch my breath. Um, and then you, you talk about it in the song, in this season, I will find you and I seek you with all I have. Um, yeah. and, and I do feel like, maybe we're still in that season a little bit in some ways, but there was definitely that time for about a three year period where I feel like all of us were just feeling like the waves were crashing on us, you know, Mm -hmm. and and that feeling of not being able to, to catch breath. And you wouldn't have even, I'm sure known it at the time when you were writing, but as a a person who now, since that time, I've, I've gotten into hospital chaplaincy work. And there were literally times where, uh, when I will pray with a person as they are just about to take their final breath. And mm-hmm. when I think of your powerful lyrics about waves crashing on me and I can't catch my breath, it is a comforting thing when we're able to help a person understand that the breath they are given is the breath that God has given them from the mm-hmm. time they came into this earth and that God's yeah. breath is in them and moving and and I hear that in your lyrics and so I I wanted to make sure I pointed that out today that when we can't catch that breath that that doesn't mean the breath isn't still there there are those times that you know that the Lord is still fighting on our behalf so just thank you for those those wonderful lyrics on the way that that has moved through those songs thanks for sharing that with oh oh you bet and you know in your testimony I know is is central to this whole album and and 13 tracks i think is, is what's on the album that's a that's a fairly ambitious project in in a time when um how shall i say this I, it feels like in some ways we've almost taken a move back to i guess the 1950s where you have a single with a you know with a like there's a song on this side and then there's a b track and a lot of times that's what's released anymore you know is, is we'll have one track at a time that'll come out so 13 songs all at once, that's a, that's a pretty big endeavor. Um, but it sounds it like w- when I see that, I see someone who is um, really feeling creative, I think, and, and finding uh, a lot of 
for lack of a better term, fresh breath going through them. Uh, so uh, tell us a little bit about that process, because we we know where that first song came from. But did it feel like this was a theme you were going for in the writing of this album of I really want to kind of tell my autobiography or I just what what was your heart and your feeling in putting the songs together? Well, let's see. It was <clears throat> it wasn't until we were about halfway through the recording process, like uh, producing the record. Um, it was about halfway through whenever the Lord made it very clear to me that this album needed to reach the prodigals mm. like I was. And I was actually, I can't remember off the top of my head, um, which songs were already recorded, mm -hmm. but it was, it was late June. I was on tour. It was in 2021 and I had to, I had to hit the road in 2021 to help like fund the project. Mm. Like I was like, okay, I need to, I need to hit the road. Um, it, no, no, it was 2022. It was 2022. Sorry. Okay. I'm like, Don't I'm trying to it. think of like the, the timeline because yeah. it was like four years of touring to actually like raise the funds to, cause this was self-funded. My first project was Kickstarter. Wow. It was, it was by uh, my, my audience. And then, um, yeah, I, I remember like summer of 2022, I was running out of money for this record mm. and I got to hit the road for about 60, 70 days. And I was, it was in late June, 2022. Uh, we were about halfway done with the project and I was leading worship at this church in Carson city. And the pastor's brother, unfortunately, passed away. Mm. And so he called me and he said, he said, hey, we're having the memorial service. Um, I'm not going to be in town while you're here. I need you to cover for me. And I thought like, OK, we'll do like a oh. worship Sunday. We'll do a worship Sunday, <clears throat> you know, all worship. And he said, no, I'd, I'd really like for you to preach. Mm. And I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to preach on. Like, wow. I, I wanted to say no so bad, but I said yes. And and um the lord said i want you i want you to preach about the prodigal son and so it like forced me into this story like a couple of weeks before i got there and um and while on, while behind the podium and like preaching about the prodigal son the lord speaks very clearly to me and he says this album that you're working on it needs to be you know what, what you know in you know and you need to release it in mind with the prodigal son and the daughter in mind Mm. I stayed that day at that church to like almost 2 p.m. praying for people who had prodigals and their families and just crying with people and praying with people. And um, that like fueled my um, my creativity. Um, so like the crazy thing is, is like I had already had like a list of songs that we were going to record for this record mm -hmm. and it all changed right then. Wow the rest of the songs we had on the list to record weren't on the list anymore because mm. there's like one or two that stayed. But after I got home from that trip, I wrote the rest of the record wow. minus minus like, I think there was mercy was still on there. Um, revive hadn't, hadn't happened yet. There's no love, like the love of Jesus worth fighting for all these other songs. Like I hadn't written them yet at this time. Mm. And so like, we, we scratched all the other ones and I was like, I feel like this is what 
needs to be said on this record because it would really tell the story of the prodigal son and reach the prodigals. Yeah. And so I know that's a very long-winded answer. For no, your that, that was, that was perfect. <laughs> I, actually that, that helps us to know so much more, even deeply, more deeply about your heart on it, because I, I know as somebody who writes songs, it's hard to sometimes leave those ones behind. They're, they're all like our babies a little bit, you know, um, <laughs> and it doesn't mean you can't use them again later. But the fact that there was kind of a fire lit under you uh, at, at that point when you discovered the theme, that's a that's a powerful part of your story, too, I think. And just the way that the songs began to flow and um, setting aside things you had already been planning. Um, well, that's a big part of our walk of faith, I think, sometimes is we, we so yeah. often have this direction we want to go. And then the Lord yeah. says, no, I've got something completely different for you here, but it's going to be scary, but you're still going to find fulfillment in it because you're going where I want you to go. So that's great. I love that story. Thank you for sharing that. You're welcome. Thank you for asking. I, I wanted to ask you too, because I, I think part of your story is unique to, I, I, there probably are a lot of artists that have this experience, but my understanding is that you had spent some time uh, in the Navy as well, yeah. uh, and, and especially serving in Iraq. And some of that, I'm sure, would have had to have shaped your perspective for coming days. Where um, I'm in a psychology class right now, and one of the psychologists we were reading said that we are always all the ages we have ever been. And I, I love that thinking about it because, you know, like, yeah, that part of your story, even though you're not living in it now, it's still a part of you. And I wonder if you could Absolutely. just share a little bit about how that time in the Navy serving in Iraq um, how has that influenced where you are, maybe even part of your prodigal coming home story and, and how that all kind of played in yeah. together? Well, <clears throat> you know, I, I, I would like to say <clears throat> I would like to say that um, that joining the military was like something that I absolutely wanted to do. Mm. But that, that would be a lie because um well, there, there was a friend of mine that was going to join and we were going to join together. And then he, he got, um, uh, the, the Navy found out he had some kind of medical issue that oh. he couldn't join anymore. And so since he wasn't going to join, I wasn't going to join because we were going to do it together. Mm. And, and I started getting mixed up with a different crowd that led me to getting judged in a courtroom because mm. now I'm like <clears throat> breaking into places. I'm committing theft um, you know, uh, partying on the weekends and still trying to be the good kid that I was raised and go to church on Sundays and put on this mask. I was living two different lives. Mm. And whenever I was in that courtroom, um, uh, back in 2004, just two months after I graduated high school, um, the, the judge found out that I had done everything that I needed to do except sign the dotted line to join the Navy. Wow. And he said, I'll, I'll tell you, son, if, if you can, if you can join the military, like you won't get hit with a felony today on your record. You'll, you'll get hit with a misdemeanor wow. and some community service and, um, and then join the Navy. So, um, that really, um, really for me was just like a, a reality check. Um, and then 2007 was whenever I was in Iraq, it was just, so I did my, I did my uh, boot camp in A school. That was in Great Lakes, Illinois, and then uh, Port Winnie, California. And then just within six months of being assigned to my battalion, we were going to the we were going to the Middle East, and um, 
and there I was, um, maybe about halfway through my deployment. Um, my, you know, I just going through a really dark time cause I was not close to the Lord then mm. I, I, I knew who Jesus was and I believed in God, but there was no personal relationship happening then. Mm. And I remember it was, it was on a Wednesday night. I decided to go to chapel on a Wednesday night in Iraq, just felt like I needed to be there. And the chaplain that night asked the whole congregation of like 10 of us. (laughs) (laughs) He said, he said, uh, who here has experienced playing guitar? Like we need someone to lead worship. And I had been leading worship and playing guitar since I was 15. Wow. Like in, in, in my youth group. And so like, I didn't want to raise my hand, but I did. And, uh, so the, like, I look back now and I see just how much God was pursuing my heart. Mm. And during that season, whenever I pick, picked up the guitar again, I actually called home and asked my dad to ship me my only guitar to Iraq. And mm. so here I am now, my Navy buddies are like, they see me and this, you know, they see what comes out of me whenever the guitar's in my hand. And I'll, so many of them, they were like, I don't think you're supposed to be here. Like, <laughs> you're, you're supposed to be out in the, in the, you know, the real world or yeah. whatever that we would in, you know, and they said, it, sound, it sounds to us like you're supposed to be doing music and so um but i had i had to finish out my contract i signed up for eight years oh wow eight years from from some bad decisions that i made you know as a teenager and um now was that if you don't mind me asking was the eight years was was that was what was required in order for you to not receive the felony that day or you just put the extra years in I think I could have done four, um, but I really didn't know then if I wanted to do, because a portion of it was going to be reserve time. And that's why I agreed to it because a portion of it was going to be reserve times where like, you know, I just do like weekend stuff, um, like once a weekend, one weekend a month, like the last two years. Um, Some of it was going to be active duty, but yeah. So I was like, I think I can do eight years. That's, that's, you know, that'll be easy. (laughs) And man, by like year three or four, I was like, oh, I should have signed up for four. Oh, wow. <laughs> but I, I still finished it out. I still finished it out and, and ended my contract in 2013, just a couple months before I got married. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. that's an amazing part of your story, though, too, isn't it? I I think of the way, that, again, that that chaplain who asked you that day, you know, um, and, and that was sort of your way music god will use music in so many different ways no matter where we are <laughs> doesn't matter if we're in iraq or wherever we are um in those moments yeah. i love the part of your story where prodigal has come up a number of times i love the part of the story where the father doesn't wait the father sees the son coming down the road and the father just in a very undignified manner, runs uh, at top speed. And I almost feel like, again, that's your story, that you, wherever you were, God was running after you, uh, he, all the way to Iraq, all the way to that meeting <laughs> where the chaplain asked for guitar players. So that's a beautiful part of your story, and I love it. Well, I, I want to talk to you, too, if, if you don't mind. There, there's a song we're going to close with in a few minutes, but I want to talk about it with you as well. Um, because the song is called courage and, and, and the song is, is about courage. And, and 
I feel like there is a lack of courage um, in our world today. And I think there's various reasons for that. I think pastors um, oftentimes um, lose their courage uh, because it's very difficult in the environment um, where we are right now for sometimes for pastors to say what they may feel like they need to say. Sorry, my, my dog apparently has strong feelings about this. If you're hearing a dog bark in the background, I apologize. Um, but talking about courage and and what it means in our lives, um, there's actually a line in your song that stood out to me, partially because of the name, the name of this podcast, Voices in My Head. And there's a line in the song that says, um, you know, the voices inside of my head, I've started to believe. I think that sometimes not just ministers, but a lot of times, many ministers um, feel like they have a hard time finding courage um, because they might need to say things that they love these people. The congregation sometimes love them, but sometimes it's hard to say things that need to be said um, without ruffling feathers. Um, and, and yet we have been called to be people of courage. That, that long uh, introduction to the song leads to this line that, that I really like that says, this courage that I found has always been inside of me. That courage I found. I wanted to talk about that line specifically because I am of the mindset that God does put things inside of us that we don't understand are there. I see it sometimes in hospital rooms with people where in listening to their story, sometimes they find healing resources they didn't know they had. It's not something the doctor necessarily gave them. It's something that God gave them already. They just didn't know it was there. They needed to connect with it in some way. I'd love for you to talk with us just about the courage that I've found that has always been inside of me. Um, I, I don't know why that hits me so hard today, but as I hear your story, it's obviously something that was there. It's obviously something you had to uncover, and it's something that I think God gives. Would you mind just talking a little bit about that? And I mean, you you named the song after it for crying out loud. I mean, it's a whole song about courage, so I know you have thoughts on it. So I talk yeah. to us about courageousness and what that means to you. Um, I remember where I was sitting when I wrote this song. Mm. I was I was sitting in an Airbnb in Central Texas. And um, I was this close to it. May, maybe like, I mean, there was a season that I was on tour. And, you know, I, th- at this point, I'm like, I'm maybe four or five years into doing music full time because mm. I quit my job in 2015, just a couple of years after I got out of the Navy. And so this is like year four, year five. And they say, like, whenever if you like start like a business or whatever, like, if you can make it past year five, like you're, you're, you're golden, you can do this. And, um, and I was just feeling discouraged. Mm. Um, I was like so close to throwing in the towel. And this is like, I mean, I was sitting down writing this song literally two months before everything shut down. Wow. This is like January, maybe February of 2020. I'm sitting down and I'm intentionally writing some songs in this Airbnb. I'm just doing some digging. That's all I'm doing. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm digging deep. And I remember, um, you know, just thinking, you know, that first line, 
there are days when I start to lose sight of who I'm born to be. Like, I know that God's calling me to do this, Mm -hmm. but there's days whenever I lose sight of that. Mm -hmm. And um, there are days whenever I just don't feel courageous. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and I, like, like you said, like the Lord puts things in us that we may discover at a later time. Mm-hmm. And I felt like that I, I can really, um, I can really uh, appreciate what you said because that's kind of how it felt. Mm. I felt like I was just digging that day and I came across this kind of this lost city of courage, <laughs> you know, oh, just wow. like, like, man, I just felt so courageous writing this song. And um, I mean, and there's still days whenever I'm like, all right, Lord, can you remind me? Mm. Can you like just fill me up with that, that, that sense of courage, that sense of joy, um, you know? And so I, I just remember I was at a time that I was about to throw in the towel and I just needed, I needed to get past that day. If I could get past that day, then I can get past the week and I can get past the month and just keep moving forward. Yeah. And um, so I hope that answers your question. No, that, um, that's that's really good. And I love how you said it was, you said something to the extent of like, it, you found it, it welled up inside of you. Again, it was like the, the lost city of courage, I think is what you said. And, yeah. Yeah. You know, I feel, I can't remember who said it, but like, um, there's another songwriter. It might've been John Foreman or it might've been Bear, Bear Reinhardt that said like, you know, I just, I just feel like, you know, our, 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 you know, there, there's songs to be, you know, unearth. There's there's songs to be dug up. You know, and so sometimes, uh, you know, we just uh, feel like we're just digging. You know, and sometimes yeah. we'll come across a, a lost city. Sometimes we'll come across a few bones here and there. Yeah, we'll come back. You know, and and so yeah, the the songwriting process is an interesting thing. It sure is, and and that's a, a great way to put it. I I like thinking about it in terms of a, a place that we discover or rediscover. And, and so often we do, we live out of fear a lot of times, I think, and we may not always identify it as fear, but there are times that, you know, we may not even realize it, but when we live out of places of feeling inadequate, if we live out of places of um, not, not feeling like you're enough, um, not, not feeling as though you're accepted, not feeling as though you're loved, uh, they so often come out of places of fear in our lives. And there's something beautiful to the the Lord telling us so many times in scripture, fear not, fear not, uh, I am with you. Um, and, and the idea that God could be our courage welling up inside of us in those moments is a really wonderful thing. So I just wanted to to thank you for that song and the thoughts it inspired in me, I guess, too, which is, I think what we hope as songwriters is we hope that something will connect with hearts and and really move in. And I had been thinking a lot about courage and what that means. And, and so thank you for the way that you've poured yourself into these songs. You probably didn't realize at the time, uh, being you were a couple months away from a lockdown, um, that we all were. I don't think any of us realized the courage we were going to need to find in those moments and the courage that would be ongoing in those days. Um, but I think it's an important part of our story. And and maybe people listening today just need to hear those words again. Fear not, fear not. You yeah. are you are enough. That God has yeah. given you this courage in your heart, and that you do have it, and it is there. So I find it to be a great uh, a great source of encouragement when I hear that song. 
Well, in a moment, we're actually going to close our conversation by playing Courage so everybody can hear it. And, and I, I awesome. want everybody to be able to hear it today. But is there anything today that was kind of burning on your heart or anything coming up that you wanted to talk about that uh, we haven't touched on today? Because I, I always want to give uh, my guests a chance to be able to share about that. Um, <clears throat> yeah, uh, on, honestly, what I woke up with, I, I, I'll just get real personal with you all right. um, and all the listeners. What I woke up with on my heart today, so like this morning, I woke up um, just thinking about just the weight of the sacrifices that are made to go out on the road. Mm. Because this morning, I woke up this morning knowing that today was my last day here at home. Wow. And um, I don't, I don't want to leave home. Like I've been on the road for the last uh, 70, 80 days. I started this tour back in mid-July and I just got home on Mondays and then I had, you know, a local gig on Wednesday. So like it just, you know, it, the, the hustle and bustle of being on the road and in and out of the front door, um, you know, while trying to um, be present yeah. with my loved ones, yeah. with my wife, with with my dogs, <laughs> yeah, I, you know, you know, so, um, uh, it was, uh, just, you know, on my heart today, just to like, all right, Justin, how are you going to be present today with your loved ones? How are you going to choose to be, um, intentional today? Mm. Like how, how can we do that? So since I am sitting in that, um, in those thoughts and in that, that realm of, you know, just, uh, doing some self interrogation. Um, I would like to encourage the listeners today and ask them, how are you going to be intentional today? Mm. How are you going to be present with, uh, those in your life, whether it's your, your, your kiddos, whether it's your, your spouse, um, your, your colleagues, how are we going to be intentional so much, you know, and it takes courage to be intentional. It yeah. takes courage to, to be present. It's so easy these days to just check out. Yeah. It's so easy to check out. And that's the last thing I want to do before I leave home for another few weeks. And like, I'm coming up to the end of this tour, um, but I'm about to head out towards the Northeast and then come back home and do a big homecoming show. So I'm just, you know, doing some self interrogation, <laughs> yeah. which I think is, it's uncomfortable, but it's healthy. And um, so, yeah, I would like to encourage everyone today yeah, to be intentional, to be present. Yeah. Do a little self interrogation sometimes. <laughs> well, you're, you're speaking right where I think so many of us live. And I appreciate your transparency today. That for me, there is this constant battle to not let my doing exceed my being and and I feel I feel that in you as well and uh, so we're going to let you go today okay and and go spend some time and be present with your family um, and we're going to close out with the song courage today uh, but before you go I just want to say thank you once again thank you for your your battle to be present and revealing that to us because I think that sums up where a lot of us are 
today right now. And we pray that the Lord blesses you in the coming days and continues to bless this new album and that it will continue to help you find ways to be more present with those who you love in your life and uh, and continue sharing your heart. That is that is such a beautiful gift for us. Well, I say this to uh, my guests every week and I get to say it to you today. Justin Gambino, thank you for being one of the voices in my head this week. There are days when I start to lose sight of who I'm born to be And the voices inside of my head I start to believe They say that I'm going nowhere And where I am I don't belong But something inside my heart says they're wrong I won't give up I won't lose hope As long as you're breathing this air into my lungs I won't let go I won't let go The road on this journey can sometimes be so hard to bear Sometimes it's hard to find someone who says that they care There are those who would believe that I've got something to say Those very people inspired my leap of faith I won't give up
joining me here this week on Voices in My Head. I hope you'll visit me on my website at rickleejames.com where you can find out more about me, get my music on vinyl and CD, follow my blog, and even schedule me for a concert or a speaking engagement. Better yet, even a book signing in your neighborhood. You can find all that and more at rickleejames.com. Also, it would mean a great deal to me if you could write a review of this podcast on iTunes. The more positive reviews that we receive, the more visible this podcast will be online. And now, for the benediction. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. God bless you, and thank you for listening to Voices in